What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to our Oscar recap 2023 edition. We'll be talking about snubs. We'll be talking about surprises. We'll be talking about our favorite moments. I'm joined by my wife and co-host, Kelsey. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to talk about this. Let's get right into it. Your favorite moment from the Oscars. Easily within like the first few minutes, it was Ki Hoi Kwan winning Best Supporting Actor. I cried. You did. You got very emotional throughout the entire Oscars. I love that moment. Here is that clip from last night. My mom is 84 years old and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. I'm going to play the whole thing. I love it. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. That is so inspiring. Even just listening to it again, it makes me so emotional. The American dream, the definition of it. I didn't know all that about him. And seeing him deliver that speech and in that moment, to go from not acting at all after being a childhood actor and now being there, not only being nominated, but winning, freaking winning an Oscar. I think that's what made that whole night so inspiring, seeing people win for the very first time. He is so easy to root for. He seems like the most genuine person and just like his joy. Like you could even see the presenters were tearing up before they even announced that it was him because everyone was rooting for him. And I watched a clip today of him like bouncing into the press room with like holding his Oscar up high. And it just... Oh, it just, it, yeah, it made me tear up and 
I'm just so excited for him. I think sometimes I get a little bit jaded with awards, even though as much as I love the Oscars, it just seems that in previous years, it's a popularity contest. Who is the coolest, hottest actor? They're going to win the award. And I really felt like this year was a celebration of the underdog and a celebration of just raw performance, just really great performances. I felt like this year's Oscars I enjoyed the most that I have in a long time because it was actually a celebration of movies and what they Mm -hmm. are and it's art rather than the most popular person or movie winning. And, you know, there were still some popular movies nominated Elvis top gun, but like the ones that won were the ones that had a really unique approach to storytelling. And that shows with how many wins, everything everywhere, all at once, received seven it was like a sweep it was like every time they got called up they were like oh no we have to go up there again i wasn't expecting the sweep seven wins out of the 11 nominations this movie is now one of the most i think if not the most awarded movie of all time which is crazy and i remember when this movie came out i was telling everybody about it yeah we still need to watch it again because it's been probably a year since we saw it yeah probably probably close to a year So I need to see it again to appreciate it even more. My favorite moment of the night. Can you guess it? Yeah, probably the other one that I cried at. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser winning for best actor. Here's his speech. I um, started in this business 30 years ago and things, they didn't come easily to me, but there there was a facility that um, I didn't appreciate at the time until it stopped. And I just want to say thank you for this acknowledgement because... It couldn't be done without my cast. Let's go. Winning his first Oscar. It was incredible. It's still a travesty to me that The Whale wasn't nominated for Best Picture, but even more so than what it would have meant to me for that movie to win, seeing him win, seeing how emotional he is, feeling like he is a little bit of his character, Charlie, and just how much everybody, out of all the winners, rooted for each other. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of it was everything, everywhere, all at once, rooting for their castmates. But I felt like, I maybe because it was an A24 connection with Brendan Fraser, Jamie Lee Curtis, everybody just had this like, yes, you're up there winning just the like great moments. And again, just like Brendan Fraser just seems like a solid guy. And like, you're so excited for the underdog. Like he hasn't had a big role in years. Yeah, this was his comeback. And just seeing him talk to, I just like the way like he... Seems so genuine, seems so nice, seems so just appreciative of his career being back now. So I can't wait to see what he does next. But now knowing that he is an Academy Award winner, like that just changes his life. And I think that's what I saw throughout the night of how awards can actually change somebody's life. That that validation of something you've worked for your entire life. At some point, people told you you would never achieve this. You are now there on the biggest stage winning this honor. So I think after this Oscars, I start to view the whole winning process a little bit different. I hope, too, that it means that we see some of these amazing winners in more movies. Yeah. Going forward. Yeah, getting being able to get different roles. I mean, yeah, that adds a lot to your resume. That makes your rate go up winning an Oscar. I will say the other... Uh, I watched a lot of TikTok clips about the Oscars today. Uh, the other one that I loved was Brendan Fraser. It's all the press room ones that you don't get to see. Yeah, He got a standing ovation from the entire press when he walked in and he was just so emotional. And it's just those moments of like genuine, you can tell how much it means to someone. And it's not just another 
trophy on a shelf. Like it, they feel as if their craft is being recognized for all the hard work they put into it. And I mean, even though they did a lot of the um, cosmetic changes for Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. with CGI, which they won an award for. They did. Uh, I will say, I think he had to dig deep down emotionally to play that character, to put yourself in that headspace. Like you have to really go there. It's as much, I feel like as a transformation as like Christian Bale or help me out. Who else has changed their body for like Uh, Daniel day Lewis? Yes. Like any of those, I think going on the opposite spectrum and like having to play someone struggling with morbid obesity and yeah. to like get in that mindset was probably very challenging. Yeah. It was interesting how they explained how they did the makeup that they wanted it to, they wanted him to still have control over his facial features to show expression. That's something you don't think about. That's cool. But now those were our favorite moments. We're going to run through now all of the winners and we'll talk about some surprises and some snubs as we go along through these. But obviously the big winner was everything everywhere all at once took it home for best picture and then when they won, Ki Hoi Kwan and Harrison Ford reunited on oh, stage. Yeah. The cutest hug. I just wanted to bottle that moment up. It was so sweet. Yeah, that side-by-side of them from last night and then them from back in the day on Indiana Jones. And it's funny. I saw an interview where Harrison Ford referred to him he like still as a kid. And he's like, oh, he's not a kid. Yeah. It's just crazy the relationship they had. I've seen like all these pictures of him with, you know, directors throughout the years of like him and Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. It's just crazy. To go from that and now here you are, like it truly is inspiring that anything can happen if you don't give up on your dream. But that is the winner for Best Picture. Best Actor, of course, went to Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Best Actress went to Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I had her to win. We did know that was like has to be awkward in the first like millisecond of hearing that because Michelle Williams was also nominated. So it's like you hear Michelle and then you're like that one like millisecond. Your brain is like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? 50 percent a winner right now. Yeah, that was cool to see her win. Here is her speech from last night. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight. (laughs) This is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Never give up. Great quote from her in her speech. Loved her speech. And then going down the list again, best actor in a supporting role. I thought it was going to go to Brendan Gleeson. I think the most surprising thing out of all of the awards of the night is how the Banshees of Inishirin won zero awards with all the nominations. I just felt like that was one that the Academy would vote on. But I was really glad to see Ki Hoi Kwan win. Yeah, I think definitely deserved it. I just, when we were talking about that, I could envision it in my head, but I just thought the way they were going to vote would be for Banshees of Inishirin and Brendan Gleeson. I mean, I would have loved to hear Brendan Gleeson do a speech because I just love the Irish accent. They talked about that a lot throughout the night. My favorite part, well, not my favorite part, but I did like when they brought out the donkey. They brought out the donkey. They brought out Jenny. They brought out the donkey. Best actress in a supporting role went to Jamie Lee Curtis, winning her very first Oscar. Here is her speech from last night. And my mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just won an Oscar. I think she was just very kind of like everybody else shocked by the fact that she won. But she's been one who has been so supportive of all of her co-stars. 
She's the one yelling in the crowd when anybody else goes up there and wins. And I felt in that moment was her just kind of reflecting on like everything in her career, her parents, and then finally winning an Oscar in the same year that she put out one of the worst movies of the year, Halloween Ends. So I thought that was cool for her. I also didn't envision her to win. I thought Angela Bassett would have won for Black Panther. I did. I was rooting for Angela Bassett. But everything, everywhere, all at once, coming in with the sweep. Because for Best Director, the Daniels won. I had them to win as well. They're great directors. And I think the best thing out of that is kind of what you were saying earlier, is now they have the golden ticket to make whatever they want, which they've already been doing in their career. But after dominating the Oscars, they can take that and say, we have this idea it's going to work because it's worked in the past. Give us all the money. Yeah. And now everybody's going to start ripping them off too. But that comes with the territory. But if you're not them, probably can't be executed as well. It's true. And it also proves that just because you have a lot of money and a big budget in a movie, that doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness cost like over $200 million to make. Everything everywhere all at once cost $20 million to make or maybe $25 million, a way smaller budget, but it tore the roof of what the multiverse is. So that just proves to you all you need is the creativity, the drive to do it and the execution of your ideas and you can win an Oscar. And I'm glad that when we look back on 2023, this will be the movie that represents the entire year for animated feature The winner went to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I had that one to win. I felt that was an easy win just because of the animation style, just because of Guillermo del Toro. So I didn't feel like that was the hardest pick to win. Animation is always a tough category because you'll have a really big, intricate movie like Pinocchio, but then you'll have like Puss in Boots and Turning Red. So it's like, I don't really know where this is going to go, but I assume they're going to go with the more artsy film. Cinematography went to All Quiet on the Western Front, which they took home basically every technical award. They won like four, right? Yeah, which it seemed like... They were winning a lot in a row. Yeah, which made it seem like they were dominating, but they just won for everything technical. They were at four and four with everything everywhere. And so I think that's why it felt like sweep as well because it was just like the two of them dominating just getting up again and again and again but when it came to the big categories it was all everything everywhere original song went to not to not to from rrr i enjoyed their song performance it was great it was fun and then although i really did like rihanna performing lift me up which is the song i picked to win both great songs who doesn't enjoy a rihanna performance for original score, it also went to All Quiet on the Western Front. I had the Fablemans to win. The Fablemans, which I had picked to win, did not win a single award, which was surprising to me and also not surprising to me because I don't really think that was Steven Spielberg's best movie that he's done. I do think Michelle Williams, her nomination was rightfully deserved. She yeah. was awesome in that. I would not have flinched if she would have won. And then the last one that we did in our predictions episode was for makeup and hairstyling, which I had Elvis did not win, ended up going to the whale, which was probably the better pick. Elvis did not end up picking up any awards either, which was kind of a relief. I did not want, mainly I did not want Austin Butler to win for best actor. I screamed so loud. One, because I was happy for Brendan Fraser, but two, that it wasn't Austin Butler, but mostly that it was for Brendan Fraser. But mostly that Austin Butler... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mostly that I just didn't want him to win. 
I just felt like that role, just playing somebody iconic doesn't translate always into winning an award. And I'm kind of over the music biopic genre. So we've just like crammed them in the past few years. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of it. And I've just found as people were hyping that movie up, saying it should win for best picture, nothing about it screamed best picture. I think in two years, we'll forget about that Elvis movie. We'll move on from it. So bold take. I like these movies to be representative. That's what I like to do. I like to go back in all the years. Well, one best picture. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Let's go back and watch that and feel like that was what was going on in the world at that time. The best creative minds in film. That is what they made. That is the choice. Not to say they haven't picked wrong some years, but I feel like usually it's a pretty good job. I will give, can I give an honorable mention to my other favorite moment yeah. of the night? Best adapted screenplay, going to women talking. Yeah, that was a good moment. I was so excited. I accidentally ruined it for a friend whose <laughs> TV was lagging a little bit. It's I was a like, live show. I know, but I was like, yeah, to this winning. And she was like, I'm behind. And I said, oops, but I loved that movie. Thought that award was so well-deserved. Also her speech, iconic. And she said, glad that people weren't offended by the words women and talking next to each other. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See Home depot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. 
But when it came to the award show just on its own, how entertaining do you feel like it was? Too many Will Smith jokes. It was so many Will Smith jokes. When we go back to the monologue, I would probably rate it like a B minus. And I know it was just Will Smith. I know they had to go at it. If they didn't make one, people would be like, hey, they didn't even bring it up. So I can see it from the writing standpoint of wanting to include it. And it's also kind of being the low hanging fruit. Like you just make a joke about that. Everybody will laugh. But I felt like the monologue dragged a little bit. And I like Jimmy Kimmel. It was just everything was so focused on making a big deal about the slap and the security. It was just, I was kind of over it. And they did it almost every single time he was on screen. Almost every single time. Yep. And the only one I actually thought was funny was at the very end, whenever he walks off the stage. Number of Oscars without the And he changes the the number. I was like, okay, that's funny. That's like cartoon humor. Yeah. Aside from that, I was a little bit tired of it. So I felt like that made it a little bit less enjoyable. They didn't really have a lot of... Bits that they did. The only memorable one for me was Cocaine Bear, which was funny. Yeah. Him coming out, him going out into the crowd. But I didn't really feel like they went for that viral Oscar moment. I just felt like there were so many wholesome moments. Like when the winners of, um, was it the live action short film, The Irish Goodbye? Oh, yeah. They took the moment and they were like, for the rest of our speech, we'd love for everyone to sing Happy Birthday. Like that was so cool. I felt like it was a very... It's very wholesome. Really warmed my heart. It just felt like a bunch of famous people hanging out, almost being as normal as you can be being that famous. Yeah. My other favorite part was the fashion. I know this isn't a fashion podcast, but I love the Oscars fashion. Uh, Who is your favorite? Favorite outfit? Oh, Cara Delevingne's red dress was amazing. Rihanna, Mindy Kaling looked great. How'd you feel about the Rock's pinkish looking suit? I didn't pay that much attention to uh, it. It was very bold when him and Emily Blunt came out. I was like, are we doing Jungle Cruise 2? Yes, I didn't. It didn't strike me as anything special. I thought Hong Chao looked beautiful in her pink dress. I liked Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. I liked that too. Slick looking black suits. <laughs> they had a cool moment when they came out and presented cinematography. They had like a really old camera on stage. The nerd inside of me was like, cool, two of my favorite actors talking about cameras. This is awesome. Yeah. I loved all of the dresses. Angela Bassett. I don't think anyone, there weren't any looks that I was like, huh, that's strange. Like I felt like everyone really hit the mark, but I didn't pay that much attention to like men's fashion because it's how many different variations of a suit. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty normal all the time, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere. I don't really think there were that many snubs as far as who won. I felt like throughout the entire night, the underdogs won. And it showed in the speeches, it showed in all the post-show stuff that we watched. And just looking at the list, I don't feel like there's a standout snub to me. Aside from the in-memoriam for getting Paul Sorvino, which was interesting to me because they showed Ray Liotta, who died last year. And Paul Sorvino died around the same time as he did. They were both in Goodfellas. I thought maybe they would put him together. Maybe they would just put up a still of Goodfellas. And they didn't put him in there. And that was one that I didn't even have to go to the internet and see like, oh, who did they not put in there? Because they always do that. That was one that stuck out to me. I was like, they died around the same time. He wasn't in there. And I know that's a hard job to do of including everybody who's even been in a any kind of movie, any kind of director or yeah, screenwriter. That's a, I feel like that was a pretty that's a big, big one, though. one to miss. I, I feel like if it were my job, I would go through every single actor. Like, I don't know if they do that on purpose so people post about it online, but that doesn't seem in good taste because then the families get mad. Yeah, I did see Mira Sorvino 
and her mom were upset today. Yeah, I almost feel like that's a segment they should get rid of or really, really double check that. Because it seems like only good, only bad things come yeah, out of that. Yeah, I almost feel like it needs to just be like a running thing at the end during the credits. Like I know they like to give it the moment, but I then, yeah, I feel like somebody always gets forgotten. And that's all people are watching for. It also just they makes forget. me so sad. It is sad. It makes me so sad. Like the whole time. And I'm they just show like, the, they show the nicest pictures. They do. And everyone people. looks so happy. And I, I know a lot of them are older. And so it's probably natural causes, but like still sad. Like just like smiling pictures. And I'm like, Oh, it's cool to see them be remembered. But then you're like, what happened to Herbert? Yeah. He looks so happy. No, I literally, yeah, it was, it was a very emotional night watching the Oscars. I just needed a, box of Kleenex next to me. So aside from all of the winners, I felt like it was a pretty good show. I feel like it was more catered to the hardcore movie fan. I wasn't bored for three and a half hours like I normally am. I wasn't either. I know though that I have a different view on the Oscars. So I feel that a casual viewer probably didn't find it that entertaining. That's fair. There weren't a whole lot of musical performances. There were throughout the show. I don't ever watch the Oscars to be entertained. Yeah, I don't really watch them for that. Like I Lady think, Gaga was cool. I was going to say, I don't think anyone's really watched for a moment since Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga did Shallow. I yeah. think that was like the last time people were like, really got to see that performance. And it was really just so then they could be like, can't you see they love each other? Look at the looks in their eyes. So, yeah, I don't watch it to be like, this was a great award show. There were so many great moments. I just want to see people win. I just want to see good films come out on top. And that's where I find my entertainment. So I know people always rip the ratings to shreds. They rip the Oscars to shreds saying they're out of touch. But I feel like if you watch all, if not most of these movies, you had a good time watching the Oscars. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was a really entertaining show because it didn't really go over the top of trying to get a bunch of people's attention. And maybe since what happened last year, they were trying to scale it back a little bit and just like, all right, let's just put on a good show. Let's hand out the awards and let's get out of here. I also feel like Will Smith winning that kind of changed like the popular A-lister yeah. winning a lot of things. I Yeah, maybe that was had some influence on it. I'm like, should we really be giving it to these people? That was, yeah, that was such a bad... I keep thinking about that moment. It's like a year later and I haven't forgotten it. We also watched the Chris Rock special where yeah, we right before that, so I feel like that's been fresh in my brain. And then how about Tom Cruise and James Cameron not showing up? I thought the joke they made was funny about the people who wanted everyone to go back to the theater didn't come to the theater tonight. Yeah. But they're so, I guess maybe in my head, they were thinking, we're not going to win. Why go? I mean, yeah, I don't think Tom Cruise loves award shows other than to say like off the cuff things on the red carpet. Cause I think this year we saw big blockbusters get nominated. Elvis, Top Gun, even I'll throw Black Panther in there. And everybody's been saying you should include those movies so that more people care about them. I don't really feel like it had an effect, maybe because they ended up not winning, but I don't feel that as big of an impact that Top Gun did have on getting people back into the theater that those people were watching the Oscars. I just don't think that translation is going to happen. Just because you nominate a movie that made a lot of money is going to translate into viewers at the Oscars, even though even I thought, you know, you should give the highest grossing movie a slot in the best picture no matter what, like automatically. But after last night, I don't think that's really going to change anything. I don't think that'll change the landscape. So 
I was good with it. Anything else you wanted to mention about the night? No, I just, I loved it. Like I woke up this morning still thinking about the wins and like the amazing speeches and just like the joy that seeing the underdogs win. It just made me so happy. Like it genuinely, I rooted for them. I was like, I don't know these people. I don't normally get this like emotional over a celebrity winning an award, but you could see how much it meant to them. And I think we all have had those moments in life where like we have something that really means a lot mm-hmm. to us happen. And so I think it was like feeling those emotions too. And then the shout out to like their parents, like, yeah, the mom's watching at home. Yes. Yeah, like that just, Oh, it really got me. It did humanize them a little bit. I always viewed just celebrities winning awards as like, Oh, just a bunch of rich people handing out awards that mean nothing to other rich people. But seeing those people win last night changed that. And I think because they aren't like huge A-listers. Yeah. Like they are, yeah, it's their either their first role in a long time or their first big role. And so I think seeing them win, it wasn't like, oh, Brad Pitt got another Oscar. Tom Cruise, James Cameron. Yeah, wasn't the, wasn't the usual roster. The nerds won. <laughs> the nerds did win. Yeah, A24. There you go. The nerds won with some original ideas. So we are inspired. That is our recap of the Oscars. I hope you are inspired. If you're wondering where the normal episode is, I did do one. It's right behind on the feed. I did the top 10 scariest horror masks of all time. I did my review of Scream 6, and I talked about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, so there is a new episode as well. We just wanted to do a bonus episode to talk about the Oscars. Thank you for listening, and until next time, go out and watch good movies, and I will talk to you. Stay with me. Later. Later. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility.